Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I believe the teaching in this series is so important. If you can grab a hold of the teaching and practice daily in your life, you're going to have victory all the time. Whatever mountain you face, whatever dead situation you face, you're going to come out from it and you're going to see the victory. So we have learned the past couple lessons. Number one, we learned that in order to have the right to ask God for any miracles or great things from heaven, we need to put first things first. And what is the first thing? God. We love God with all our heart. We seek the kingdom of God first. We love God and serve Him and worship Him all day long. Worship is not only Sunday. When I perform surgery, I still singing some song during the surgery. I still speak words that glorify God to the nurse and to the anesthesiologist, to the people around me because I want to worship Him and praise Him in the operating room. I want to worship Him and praise Him while I'm talking to my patient, to my wife at home. I want to live a life of worshiping and putting God first in my life. And after I live that way, I have the right to ask, to pray. So praying is the will of God. And we should pray boldly. We should pray boldly and believe that God can do impossible things for our life, the uncommon things He can do, supernatural things He can do for us. So we dare to pray, bold pray, ask big things from God. Now we're going to come to the third one. When we pray, we need to pray by faith in order to see the mountain move. Praying by faith. How can we pray by faith? We pray by faith by number one, we need to discover what the Bible say about our situation. Therefore, the title of this sermon is Get Scriptures to Cover Your Case. You get scriptures that cover your case. For example, you say, I need the supernatural healing. You need to look in the Bible and find the scriptures in the Bible that cover your case of healing, of fighting against sicknesses and disease, how we can find God's will here in the Bible. We need to discover the promises of God, the will of God in this book. For example, about healing. This scripture I use all the time. First Peter chapter 2, verse 24. The Bible says, Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you will be healed. Is that right? Is that you will be? Is that the future? You were. What is were? Were. Past tense. You were healed. It means that your healing happened already 2,000 years ago. This is the way I pray for sick people. I pray for myself when I get sick. Every time I pray for the sick, I have imagination. I think by faith. I saw the sickness in that person's body jump into the back of Jesus Christ at the whipping post. Bam! Oh, he got hit. And that sickness there. And at the same time, Jesus sent divine healing and power to heal that person's body. That's how I pray for healing. I believe I use this scripture to cover the case for healing. And when I pray like that by faith, the Holy Spirit will begin to move. And the Holy Spirit will cause the sickness to disappear. Because we quote the scriptures. 
because we believe in the promises of God, in what God says concerning healing. This is a problem with many Christians who never learn this kind of lesson. Many Christians sit around and think this way, maybe one of these days, God is in good mood. Maybe when he has good mood, he may heal me today. Or maybe it's not his will for him to heal me. Therefore, I accept this sickness for the rest of my life. It's okay. I'm sick. I'm a human being. God, hopefully you have a good mood today. Could you please heal me? That is the way many Christians think about their healing. No. Healing has been done 2,000 years ago. Healing is a part of salvation. Salvation in the Greek language is zozo, which covers physical healing, deliverance, prosperity, come out from also poverty. Healing is a part of what Jesus bought for us at the whipping post and at the cross. Therefore, to be a Christian, we need to find scriptures that cover our case, whatever we are facing. And when we want to pray to overcome that problem, we need to find those scriptures. And after we find those scriptures, the promises of God, we put it into our heart and put it to be a part of our life forever. Don't let them go. Stick with you forever. Keep it with you. Don't let anybody steal from you. Don't let anybody take that scripture from you. You keep it in any circumstances. Suppose a brother in the church died at young age. We should not die at young age. We should live a long life. That's what the Bible says. We can enjoy life and live a long life. A brother died and goes up to heaven. And you walk in and see Jesus was preaching in heaven and Wow, the preaching is so good, the best in the world, in the universe. After Jesus finished preaching, he walked down from the pulpit and this brother go, not brother in this church, maybe other church. This brother walked to this to Jesus. Don't worry, not you. This brother walked to Jesus and said, Jesus, you know I'm an assistant pastor of a church and I see you heal so many people in the church. But why? I'm so young and I die now. Why you let me die? Why you did not heal me? Jesus will smile. And he will turn his back and pull up his clothes. Look on my back. I already healed you more than 2,000 years ago. And that brother will say, but you were not here on earth and did not see your back. I did not see your stripes on your back. It's not fair. I didn't see it. Jesus will smile and say, you see it in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. <laughs> no excuse. You can read it. I was beaten. The stripes on my back already healed you. Past tense, healed you. Should we hang on to that scripture? Should we quote that scripture? Should we claim that scripture when we are sick? By the stripe of Jesus Christ, I am healed. I pray that this sickness have to go away. You quote the scripture. Proverbs chapter 4, 22-22. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who fight them. And health to all their flesh. The Bible says that God is talking to his son and daughter. He said, please pay attention to my words. Pay attention. Give attention to my words. Do don't read the Bible and just read just for head knowledge. Go like this. You don't listen to the sermon. This is like to help you to go sleep at night very well. 
One time, I went to Las Vegas, and a man turned on my CD, my twitching, and I noticed that during he turned on my CD, he was talking all the time. And I asked him, "Are you listening?" No, I just turned it on so I would not fall asleep during driving. Okay, he did not pay attention at all to the word of God. This is the way I walk with God for 40 years. When I listen to the sermon, when I read the Bible, I will meditate on it. I will think about it. I will pay attention what God tried to speak to me, and that is the way I practice medicine. When my patient walk into my clinic, I look at their eyes and ask question about the history. How many days you have this pain? What happened to you? Did you lift something? Did you get into a car accident? Where is the pain located? Do you have numbness? I pay attention to every single part of the history. After that, I perform physical examination, and I pay attention to all the findings in the physical examination. When I put the X-ray up, I look at the MRI and CT scan. I pay attention to every detail of the picture. When I put my patient to sleep, cut open the back or the brain or the skull. I oh, you don't like to hear this kind of thing. Huh? When I cut the skull off and see the brain poop, 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 pulsating. <laughs> I pay attention to every single step of my movement, my hand, what to do, and when I close the skin and close the skull. I pay attention to every single step I perform the surgery. Why? Because I wanted my patients to do well and had a good outcome. Paying attention is so important in life. We need to pay attention to the Word of God. My brother and sister, God already tried everything to help you. He inspired some people to write the Bible for you. We have the Bible to read, and now it's free. You can put into your smartphone, and you can read the Bible. God made the command to me to produce a lot of teachings in the internet, all kinds of teaching, demonology, being led by the Spirit, uh, the teaching about how to have a victorious life, all kinds of teaching. But now it's your responsibility to get into the Word of God. Your responsibility to know the word in the Bible, to listen to good teaching. God still put teacher in the body of Christ, because when you read the Bible, you can understand so much. But the teacher have no anointing to explain something deeper than what you can understand yourself, because the anointing is on him or her. So God do that. Unfortunately, a lot of Christians don't understand this principle about having faith for themselves. And finding the scripture to cover that case, most Christians in the world do this way. And I know, especially Thai Christians, because when I was a Buddhist, I would drive my car around the country looking for a monk who is so powerful to put something on me. Then, after nothing happened, I drive my car to another temple and look for another monk on me. So I look for monks who can. Put something on me, but as Christians, we don't need to wear our tire out. We don't need to spend our gasoline too much. Nothing wrong about having somebody to come to your house, the elder to come and anoint you with oil to pray for you. Nothing wrong, but you should live your lifestyle this way. Your lifestyle should be this way. I will build my own faith. I will discover the scriptures. That cover my case, and I gonna approach Jesus myself. Yes, thank God for the pastor and for the elders and friends who lay hand and pray for me. Thank God, but I will approach Jesus myself. I gonna come to Him because the Lord Jesus is the answer to my life, not any man, and I can ask Him for His mercy. I gonna believe in the victory. I'm gonna believe in the miracles from the hand of Jesus Christ, and I can receive miracles directly from Him. Amen. If you can practice this, I will have less phone call on my cell phone. 
and I don't need to read in the internet. Please pray for me. Please pray for me. You can pray for yourself. Amen. You should come to God yourself. You don't need Pastor Lau. You go to God yourself. Okay. And when you go to God, you pray this way: God, I really had a great appreciation for your love for me. Lord Jesus, I loved you. I know you love me. You died for me. You paid a price for me. By your stripe, I was healed. You got all the bad things for me. There is an unreasonable exchange that happened at the cross. You took my curse and you give me the blessing of Abraham. You took my sickness so that I can be healthy. You took my poverty so that I can be rich. You took. My shame, so that I have the glory of God on me. You gave me all the good things, and you took all the bad things for me. Thank you, Jesus. You love me so much. You are my healer. You are my helper. Why I say this? Look at what Jesus said, Matthew 11, 28 to 29. Come to Pastor Lau. Oh, is that right? No. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So, when you pray, you think this way, like a woman with the issue of blood. You approach Jesus in your spirit, Lord Jesus. I approach you. And I claim your promises in the Bible boldly. I claim, I come before the throne of grace right now boldly, and ask for your mercy. This is how you should pray. You approach the throne of God. Hebrews chapter four, verses 15 to 16. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. So he's a perfect. Man, he's the perfect God. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Every time you pray for the miracle, for breakthrough, for any answer to your life, think this way: I come to Jesus. I come to the throne of grace, and I gonna talk to Him. How you talk to him? Isaiah 43 verse 26. I will read from NIV and Amplified Bible. Review the past for me. Let us argue the matter together. State the case for your innocence. In Amplified Bible, put me in remembrance. Remind me of your merits. Let us plead and argue together. Set forth your case so that you may be justified. What does it mean here? You approach Jesus. You come to Him and say, "Lord Jesus, I know You love me so much, and I love You too. And I know that You died for me already. You paid a price for me. And the Scriptures say, God, I remind you, God, the Scriptures say, First Peter two twenty four. By Your stripes I am healed. Therefore, I claim." I want to talk to you. I want to remind you of your promise. You has already healed me. Therefore, I'm gonna receive your divine healing. I claim you are my best businessman, the best boss. You're gonna bless my business. I claim you are my helper. You're gonna help me in this situation. I claim your promise. You approach God, and Discuss with him, and claim his promise, and say, "God, I believe this is gonna happen for me." Amen. The Bible says again. I read one more time. Proverbs chapter four, twenty-one. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. What does it mean here? It means you see yourself, your eye. You see yourself in the promise of God. You see yourself. In the fulfillment of that promise of God, so when you say, "God, you heal me," you see yourself healthy. 
You see, your kids bless because the Bible says the blessing of Abraham shall fall upon the thousand generation. I believe it, Lord. I see it. You keep that promise of God in your eyes and in the midst of your heart. Amen. You keep it in your heart all the time because the word of God gives you victory. What happened when you keep the word of God, you keep the promises of God, the scriptures that cover your case in your heart all the time. What happened? It's going to change the way you talk. Because the Bible says, Matthew 12, 34, Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So after you keep the Word of God, the promises of God, the scripture that covered your case in your heart. What is next? Because you're so full in here. You don't let them go. Keep them here. What happened next? It will flow out through your mouth. I am healed. I am blessed. I am strong. I am anointed. You don't walk by sight. You walk by faith. You speak it. And the power of life and death is in the tongue. So you keep speaking life. You keep speaking healing. You keep speaking strength. You keep speaking victory. You keep speaking blessing. You keep speaking breakthroughs. Speaking, speaking, speaking. And what can happen? You get it. You remember, I read the scripture, Mark 11, 23 to 24. You speak to the mountain, be removed. And it shall happen because you speak. So, in order to have victory in life, store up all the scripture in your heart. And don't speak anything against the scripture, even though you still have pain. Oh, my elbow hurt. No, I'm healed. I don't care. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed by the stripe of Jesus Christ. You keep speaking it. Don't speak negative. Amen. <laughs> How can you find what scripture that you can speak? You find out what the devil tried to do to you and find the scripture that come against his activity. And you can speak that scripture. You memorize the scripture, memorize healing scripture, put on, write on the paper, put on the refrigerator, put in front of your eyes. I tell you, oh, this one here, in fact, I produced 15, 10 minutes teaching, not teaching, actually praying in the YouTube called Praying God Promises. So one day God told me, from today on, you begin to gather up all the scripture concerning the promise of God in different area. Healing, finances, family, victory, anointing, ministry. So I put in my computer, I put all the scripture in different, by books and by topics. And then I read those scripture in front of the camera. And when I read one scripture, I pray according to scripture for those who are listening to me, for healing. And people wrote to me, wow, yes, miracle happened to me because you pray with me. I pray with them in the YouTube. And I read the scripture first because faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. I think I have already produced maybe 13 of them. I plan to produce maybe 300 of them because so many things, so many promises in the Bible. And we gonna fight against the work of the enemy. The work of the enemy is to come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. John chapter 10 verse 10 say, the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly or to the full. So we are fighting against a crazy, ruthless attacker or killer or destroyer or robber. So we have to come against him by the word of God. Again, don't curse the devil. Don't curse the devil. You just say, it is written. That's it. Anytime he attack you, it is written this way. He attack you with sickness. It is written by Jesus Christ, I am healed. Done. Bye-bye. Get out of here. You fight against the enemy in the name of Jesus and by quoting the Word of God. And you're going to have victory every time. You need to know the promises of God. If you want my collection of the promises of God, I can send to you. But it's going to change every month because I keep adding on. 
Maybe we can put in the new Hope International website and you can download off and on. I will update it every month and you can download for free. I collect all these different topics and buy books too. Book of Genesis, book of what are the promises of God in the book of Genesis, the book of Exodus. So you can keep it and maybe every month you come and download the update one, something like that. So you can read all these promises of God in the scripture. My brother and sister, we have the enemy. And our enemy, Satan, would do everything to kill you, to kill your family, to steal from you. Even though you may be a great preacher, like some great preacher in America, but the devil attacked them too. Everybody is his target. He's going to try to attack everybody, to kill everybody. Our job is to get ready to fight by having scriptures. Promises of God and the scriptures that cover every case of our life, finances or healing or family or service or ministry. We need to gather all the scripture and read it and claim it. Amen. And when you have those scripture, you mix the scripture with faith. You put your faith in those scripture. Let me read many scripture to you, and you can see that. Many times, when people got miracles from Jesus, Jesus did not say this way. Oh, honey, I'm so glad to get healed because of my faith. He never say like that. Look at the scripture. I'm gonna read many of them. Matthew 9:22. But Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, "Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well." And the woman was made well from that hour. Whose faith? The woman faith. Matthew 15:28. Then Jesus answered, "Woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted." And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Whose faith? That woman faith. Mark 5:34. He said to her, "Daughter, your faith." Not Jesus' faith. Your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be free from your suffering. Mark ten fifty two. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Luke chapter eight forty eight to fifty. I just want to show you again and again whose faith. Then he said to her, daughter. Your faith has healed you. Go in peace. While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler. Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, "Don't be afraid. Just believe, and she will be healed." Who can believe? The Jairus, the man's faith himself. Luke seventeen nineteen, and Jesus said to the man, "Stand up and go. Your faith has healed you." Luke eighteen forty two, Jesus said to him, "Receive your sight. Your faith has healed you." Acts chapter three verse sixteen. Wow, a lot. I want to confirm with you. That is so important. You build your own faith. True faith in the name of Jesus. This man was healed, and you know how crippled he was before. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your very eyes. This man was healed from being paralyzed by his own faith. Acts fourteen nine to ten. He listened to Paul as he was speaking. Faith come by. Hearing and hearing of the word of God, Paul looked directly at him, saw that he had faith to be healed, and called out, "Stand up on his feet!" At that, the man jumped up and began to walk. Whose faith is this? The man's faith. Now you know how to get the miracle for yourself. Number one. You live for the kingdom. You seek for the kingdom. Put God first in your life. Two, you approach Jesus. 
you approach the throne of grace with boldness and expect his mercy and his grace. Thank him for what he did for you. And then you quote, you claim the scriptures that cover your case to remind him what he say in the word. You say, God, I loved you. You are faithful. I can claim this promise. You promise me. I believe I have faith that you would do it for me because you shall fulfill your promise. You are faithful God. And Jesus in heaven looked at you. Wow. Okay, la. I speak like a Singaporean. Okay, la. Your faith has healed you. You don't need Pastor Lau. You don't need an evangelist or any healer. Yes, I know a lot of people need the healer, I mean the evangelist or anointed man of God to lay hand on them and pray for them because they don't have their own faith. So they have to depend on other people to put the oil on, to lay hand or to have a handkerchief. Nothing wrong about that, that somebody pray for somebody and it's in the Bible. But why don't we go to the next level? Why don't we live to the higher level? Not depending on the evangelist, not depending on any pastor or preacher. You yourself approach God yourself by faith. Amen. When I first got into the fire of God, oh, I cannot wait to run out to be laid hand on. Pastor Dan know very well. When pastor say, I'm going to lay hand now, the evangelist going to lay hand now, Ooh, run out to be prayed for, to get the hand touch me. But after a couple of years, I began to study about the fire of God and I built my own faith. After that, people don't need to lay hand on me anymore. When he said, okay, God going to move here, I stand up, I receive from heaven directly. And I got drunk in the Holy Spirit right away. I don't need to be laid hand on anymore because I approach the throne of grace myself. To receive the fire of God by faith. Myself, I approach God myself. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, we're going to spend a few minutes here to read some promises of the Bible and pray together by faith. Before I read some promises of God, this is example, okay? I just show you example. I'm going to read the scriptures to show you that our God will perform what He say. He is faithful. Jeremiah 1.12 Then said the Lord to me, You have seen well, for I, the Almighty God, am alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. Is he watching his word to perform it? When you show him scripture, here. By your stripe, I'm healed. You're going to perform it? And he's going to say, I'm alert, I'm not sleeping. And active, watching over my word to perform it. It's going to happen. You show him the scripture. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie. Nor a son of man that he should repent, has he said. And will he not do? The answer, yes, what he said, he will do. Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? Yes, the answer. What he has spoken, he will make it good. That is the answer. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. For no matter how many promises of God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Everyone say the promises of God. Ah, yes. yes. And amen. Yes. It will come to pass. Yes. <laughs> Praise God. So I'm going to read many scriptures here and pray together. I'm going to start by reading some of the healing scripture. I have a bunch of them in my paper, in my document. But I'm going to read some scripture concerning healing right now. Okay, listen 
and put faith in this scripture. Faith come by hearing. Let's believe together for supernatural healing. Exodus chapter 15 verse 26 and said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you, which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. I use this scripture during the pandemic that COVID-19, the disease of the Egyptians, Egyptians mean the world, the world system. The disease of the world system cannot touch me. And I am healthy and I am healed. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25. How many people love to worship God? How many people love to serve God? The word worship and serve is the same thing. So every time you come on Sunday and you worship God, every time you help carry the chair and put food for people, get water for people, you quote this scripture. This is for people who worship God and serve God. Worship the Lord your God and His blessing will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you. When you serve the Lord, you worship the Lord. You say, hey, sickness, no, 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 no. Cannot be here. I'm a worshiper. I'm a servant of the Lord. The Lord promised me in Exodus 23, verse 25, He heals me. Quote that scripture. Amen. Deuteronomy 11, 8 to 9. Oh, so many scriptures about healing here. Therefore, be careful to obey every command I am giving you today so you may have strength to go in and take over the land you are about to enter. If you obey, you will enjoy a long life. How many people want to live a long life? What is the key? Obey. And trust in the Lord and have faith in the word of God. You're going to live, enjoy a long life in America, in the land. The Lord swore to give to your ancestor and to you, the descendant, a land flowing with milk and honey. Can we live a long life? Do we have to die early? No. I expect to die at maybe 140 years old. Sit. Pastor Dad doesn't like that, huh? <laughs> I just sit on the couch and go to be with the Lord. Amen? I'm going to believe in this scripture. I'm going to live a long and joy. Not just live like this. No, I'm going to enjoy a long life. I'm going to enjoy the long life. Amen. Because that is the promise of God. Call it, claim it, speak it. Come to his throne and say, God, remember? Deuteronomy 11, 8 to 9. You remember that? You can do it for me. Amen. Psalm 118, verse 17. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us lift our hand to heaven and pray together right now. Father, we just read your promises concerning healing and health and long life. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name with my brothers and sisters right now by faith. We approach the throne of grace boldly and call for your mercy, call for your grace. By the stripes of Jesus Christ, we were healed. Therefore, we believe right now. We declare to you, we believe no sickness can be on the mind, on the body of anybody in this church. And those who are watching the live stream, if they're sick right now, we believe the sickness have to go from their body. In the name of Jesus Christ, they are healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ, by the promises of God. We promise you, Lord, that we can obey you and serve you and worship you all the days of our life, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Not done yet. Let me read the promise of God regarding financial needs. Psalm 23, 1-2. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside quiet waters. Everyone say, I shall not be in want. I don't need to borrow. I can let other people borrow from me. <laughs> Because I have more than enough. Amen. John chapter 10 verse 10. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. This is about life on earth here. We can have super abundant life on earth. I don't mean that you need to be a billionaire, but you have more than enough to do every good things, to bless other people. God talked to Abraham, I bless you so that you can be the blessing to the nations. The Bible say in the book of 2 Corinthians, say that I will bless you so that you can abound in every good work. I'm not a prosperity preacher, don't take me wrong because I don't try to collect money from you. But I try to tell you, we can have super abundant life so that we can be the blessing to others. But the key is this, the key is you make decision in your heart like what I just prayed for you a while ago in the book of Psalm. When King David prayed for Solomon, Lord bless my son Solomon. Give him so much wisdom and prosperity and money so that so that my son Solomon can be the blessing and help people. Wow, what is a prayer? You pray for your children, they are blessed. They can have a good job. They'll marry a good spouse. They're going to have good promotion. Not that they will be selfish, but they can be the blessing to help other people. That is a biblical prayer request. You don't want to be selfish, but you want to be generous to other people. Is that right? Philippians chapter 4 verse 19, And my God shall supply all you need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Okay, let's pray together that the debt will be gone. Many of us here can find a good job, good income, promotion, and the race at the end, and what you call? I'm sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> Special money at the end of the year. Bonus. bonus. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> bonus, bonus. <laughs> Have a long day. Bonus. <laughs> so how many people believe that we can be prosperous? We can be super abundant. Let's lift our hand toward God and pray together. Father in heaven, our God, Jehovah Jireh. Oh, we believe. Jesus became poor so that we might be rich. You say, Lord, you shall supply all of our needs. You shall not let us be in want. We shall prosper and we shall have more than enough to do every good work, Lord. And we can be the blessing to the nations. In Jesus' name, no one in this church is going to be in debt. No one going to be in financial trouble, but they will be blessed and they shall be the blessing. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Last one. Last one to read. I just show you that I read the promise of God and I pray according to the promise of God. Psalm 4:8. I will both lie down in peace and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Psalm 91, 15-16. He shall call upon me. We call upon him. And I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I mean God will be with us in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. This is the two examples of the promise of God regarding divine protection. 
that we will not die in the accident. We will not get into trouble and die sooner. We're going to live a long life. He shall satisfy us with salvation. Save us from car accidents. Save us from COVID-19. Save us from cancer, sickness, and disease so that we can live a long life. We can sleep well every night. Is These are the promises of God. Do you believe the promise? Yes. Everyone say with me. I will both lie down. In peace, in peace and sleep, and sleep. For, God for God alone make me, make me dwell, in dwell in safety when I call upon the Lord call upon he will hear me he will deliver me, will deliver me and, honor me and honor me with long life, with long life. God will satisfy me and show me his salvation. Do you believe it? Yes. Father in heaven, yes, we claim your promise in the book of Psalm here, Lord. We believe you shall protect all of us from accident, from sickness and disease, from the pandemic, from all kinds of problems in this planet Earth, from the attack of demons, Lord. We believe we're going to live a long life to serve you. We sleep well every night and we will glorify your name, Lord. We thank you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In conclusion, get scriptures that cover your case. Find the promises of God. Write it down. Read it. Claim it. Every time you pray, don't just pray, God, please heal me. You know, you pray this way. God, by your stripes, you heal me. God, I know that I loved you and I obeyed you. You will not let the sickness of the world to be upon me. You are my Jehovah Rapha. You are my healer. You quote the scriptures. Amen? Every time you pray, quote the promise of God. Remind him. We make our case together. I approach the throne of grace. I come directly to Jesus and I ask you to give me victory. Should we live that way from now on? Wow, this lesson is so important. Are you glad you are here tonight? Are you glad that you learned some important principle? You're going to practice this from now on? <laughs> You're going to see a lot of miracles happen to you. You're going to see a lot of breakthrough because you know how to approach the throne of God by faith now. Tomorrow, you're going to learn more things. Oh, I'm excited about this series. Wow. I will live and not die. You're going to learn a lot of things. It's fun. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, to show us in the scripture but we, that we can come directly to you, Jesus. Come to me, you say. We come to the throne of grace. And we want to, Lord, keep your word in our heart. We keep them in the midst of our heart. We incline our ears to hear what you say. We don't let them, them depart from our eyes. We keep the promises with us 24-7. And we're going to speak the promises of God. We speak the will of God. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith, Lord. And the Lord, we believe all the promises of God shall be fulfilled in our life. All the people in this room and all the brothers and sisters who will be listening to this teaching in the years to come, Lord. And they shall experience your faithfulness, your goodness, your grace, your power. The Holy Spirit will move His mighty hand to perform miracles for them as they quote your scriptures, as they pray by faith, and they worship you, Lord. Lord, Christians in this generation shall have victory. We are the soldiers of Christ. We will not be defeated. We will see victory every day. And Lord, bless all of us. 
so that we can go and pray for other people and teach other people how to pray, Lord. We thank you, Father, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Bye.